Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu salam wa rasulullah. You're listening to Islam tomorrow. And we are broadcasting live today with a rebroadcast coming up on our websites at islamalways.com, I-S-L-A-M-A-L-W-A-Y-S.com, where we're always open. 24 hours a day, and always plenty of free parking. All of that's at islamalways.com. This is your host, Yusuf Estes, a National Muslim Chaplain, retired now, and uh, wanted to let those who are listening to us on live, right now live, let you know that <clears throat> what we're going to be doing is putting on the board some examples of letters that have come to us from folks asking us to explain things about Islam. Then what we'll do is endeavor to try to uh, answer them and give you copies of that. Let me begin by what I put on the screen. I'll read it to you. This uh, first letter came to us from a lady, and she says to us in her little dissertation there, <laughs> she said she is curious about Islam. Let's read what she has to say about that. Okay. And she tells us, Hello, let me first start off by saying that I saw you speak while you were in Orlando, Florida a while back to let you know that was earlier in 2005. She said, From what I heard, I'm interested in learning more about Islam. My husband is Moroccan and of course he is Muslim. She tells us I am a Christian and while he, meaning the husband, does not pressure me into being a Muslim, I want to learn more about his religion. I have grown up learning about Jesus. I went to vacation Bible school, involved in church youth groups, and went to a Christian school. Out of all that I know about my religion, the little bit that I know about Islam seems to contradict, But and she says, and, but the word here you have to understand means but and make more sense to me. She's saying that even though it contradicts, it makes more sense to her. If I am already having questions about my old re own religion, and I know hardly anything about Islam, then it makes me wonder what I will think when I learn even more. Well, that's a good question, isn't it? And we hope, inshallah, that she will benefit from what we're going to offer to her in our reply. But let us continue with what she tells us. She says... Also, I grew up in Georgia, and if you know anything about people in the South, <laughs> I'm from Texas, then you know that they are very close-minded, close yes. They hold a grudge against all Muslims because of what happened on 9-11. My whole family accepts my husband, except my father, and I don't know what else to do, especially if I tell him that one day I may or may not be a Muslim. I don't know what I will do one day. But if I do convert one day, then I won't want him in my life. And knowing how he is, I don't know if he will be. I know I just need to take it one day at a time and cross that bridge when it comes. But I can't help thinking about it. If you have any ideas on how I should handle this or heard of any similar situations, then please share them with me. And that's exactly what we do intend to do. Exactly. Finally, she gives us a little note about something in a previous, I guess, email she sends to us, and she says about that. 
Also, if you have any literature that you could send me, please do. I've already requested a Quran from your site. Okay, Immediately, we've already taken care of that. I've already forwarded it on to our Quran department, and they tell me that they're sending one out tomorrow, post-haste. Because this, by the way, came in today. Let us see how we reply to her. Now, I'm going to change her name a little bit so that in case you ever do see her, you won't really know her, but I'm using a pseudo-name for her here in the answer. Let us begin. Always when we begin an answer, we say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. Peace be unto all who seek guidance. Amin. Cindy, not her real name. Do not be too quick to throw away everything from the teachings of Jesus. Peace be upon him. Guess what? From my own personal studies, over 50 years studying Christianity and 14 studying Islam, and the studies of many other people who are former Christian leaders, teachers, ministers, preachers, priests, and even nuns, we've all come to the same exact conclusion. Jesus, peace be upon him, was not teaching Christianity, meaning the worship of Christ. He was teaching people to seek to do the will of God and to follow him, meaning Jesus, and keep the commandments of the law, meaning the Old Testament. Now, I'm sure at this stage uh, some folks would say, gee whiz, uh, do we have any kind of uh, uh, evidences that we could provide? And if you're not familiar with the Bible, then that would be uh, the next thing. Where would I get this? Well, we have it on our website which we're going to be showing you just in a minute, but let's continue with our answer to her. Then we said, regarding Jesus, he wanted people to obey God on his terms and in peace. The word for all of this in Arabic is Islam. Therefore, it must be said that what Jesus preached to his followers was nothing other than what Moses, Abraham, David, and Solomon peace be upon him, taught their followers. And what Muhammad, peace be upon him, also taught. Obey God. Please check out the Bible. I'm sure she says to us that she's a Bible student, that she must have a Bible somewhere. So I advise her to look into the book of Deuteronomy. That's in chapter 13. Uh... Also, by the way, in chapter 12, verse 28-32, talking about the worship of false gods. Chapter 13, just check out the whole entire chapter and you'll find that. Now, I want to give her another little taste of something. Watch this. Watch. We told her, and salvation is, according to the Bible, accepted by repentance and the confessing to God on his terms as he is the only Savior. Reference, Hosea chapter 13, verse 4, and also Hosea 14, 1 through 9. Hosea 13, 4 basically said that, I'm the Lord your God, brought you out of the land of Egypt, the house of bondage. You know, no, no other God beside me. Beside me there's no other God, and beside me there's no other Savior. Some words to that effect. And then you read the next particular one and you'll be amazed to find that repentance is now 
uh, accepted from the lips. It doesn't require any more any kind of blood sacrifice or anything. Just confess to Allah and then he will in turn con- uh, forgive these sins. It's very clear. Chapter 40, last chapter of the book of Hosea. Okay, If you're not familiar where it is, it's Old Testament. After the books of Jeremiah and some of the others, you'll find us short books like Hosea and Amos and Zechariah, etc. But uh, check that out. Okay, now, the next thing we want to talk about is what Jesus called himself. Let's, let's take a look at that and find out about this. I want to mention a few verses here, so I'm going to do that right now. Check this out. Jesus called himself the Son of Man. Did you know that, by the way? He did. Called himself the Son of Man is in Matthew 9, 6. Luke, book of Luke, that's the next book after uh, Matthew, the uh, second one after that, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It says in the book of Luke, you can find it chapter 3, verse 38, that Luke called Adam the Son of God. Quote, The son of Enosh was the son of Seth, and the son of Seth is the son of Adam, and Adam is the son of God. Go back to Matthew. He called Jesus the son of David. Check that out. Chapter 9, verse 27. So now we got Jesus being called son of man and son of David. Adam's being called son of God. Interesting. Uh, Book of Psalms calls David the begotten son of God. Chapter 2, verse 7. I will declare unto thee the decree that the Lord hath declared this day. On this day thou... Uh, have become my, my son, and this day I have begotten thee. And it's not talking about Jesus, as some of the born agains would love for you to believe, because he says David is saying it, and it's in the first person. I don't know how you can misunderstand it, but that's okay. You know, I'm not trying to guide anybody; just to give you some facts, so let you look at it. Let's read on. Okay, we told her there's no mention of Trinity in the Bible. Nowhere. There was a verse added about 700 years ago, according to the Christian scholar F.F. Bruce. In a letter to the church, this was John 1, not John uh, the Gospeler, but rather the epistles or letters, John 1, there's John 1, John 2, John 3, trying to indicate something about these three or one, talking about there are three that bear witness in heaven. But it was detected and removed from later translations. This verse, according to the Bible scholars, such as F.F. Bruce, is a mixture of the verse preceding it. Check it out. The book of John 1, which is, as I said, a letter to the church from somebody they don't really know who it was. And look what it says in the verse before it, in John 1, 5, 6. And when you do that, I I think it it becomes pretty clear to you what's really being said here. And uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or, you know, a men's genius to understand what really happened. But I'll read it to you so that you'll know. The verse in 6 actually said, This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not only by water, but water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. Then it said, there are three who bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. Okay. 
But then, look at verse 8, and there are three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water, the blood, and these three agree as one. And that verse 8 actually is a lot closer to what the old manuscripts saying. And verse 7 doesn't appear in the old manuscripts. It was an interpolation added much later according to the scholars. How about that? Anyway, regardless, this is a letter. This is not a gospel. It is a letter. If you have a person want to know more about this, what we did now is provide them with some insight of where to get more stuff like that. I'll show it to you. This is what we gave them. All right. For more like this, they can go to our website, islamdomorrow.com slash Bible. Those are live links on your screen right now. Click them and try it out. Or islamdomorrow.com free. And at that stage, you'll be able to get a free Quran download. And if you want the hard copy, then you have to write to us at freequran.org. And that's how you do it. It's not that complicated. So basically that sets up something for a dialogue because we want her to write back and talk to us about what she understands, what she sees. Some of the other things that we could do is offer to her to visit our website on this subject at articles or at Bible. And then when she goes to Bible, what she can do, and by the way, we'll put the screen up there just so you can click it and join with us if you want to, if you're listening to this live right now. If not, go to our website. You get the same effect. Go to our website right now. You can get the same exact effect as if you were alive. Go to islamtomorrow.com slash Bible, B-I-B-L-E. Okay? Now you can see some choices up there. Bible, Son of God, Trinity, etc. Go down on the left side of the page over there and you'll see some places to click. And it says, click, 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 click. Okay? Somebody wants to know about Jesus and what was foretold Muhammad in the Bible, for instance, he, you can click and read the link to our booklet called That Prophet. If you want to know about a comparison of the Bible and Quran, and that's the next one there, an article we have called Son of Who, then Bible, A Closer Look. A Jewish scholar talks to us about the Bible in Who Wrote the Bible? Are there Bible contradictions? We let Jim Merritt tell us about that because it's fair to have Christians speak about the Christian Bible, Jews speak about the Old Testament, and Muslims speak about the Quran. Having been a former Christian uh, preacher of Christianity, certainly it's uh, within my rights to speak from what I might know on the subject, and of course make the comparison to what I have discovered in Islam while trying to convert Muslims to become Christians. I made an amazing discovery, and you're welcome to check that out on our website as well. And you can do so by going on down the page. It says right on there, priests and priests who enter Islam. Priests and preachers entering Islam. Let me put that link up for you now. And uh, you can uh, go to this link and read it for yourself. I want to read the whole story. And then what we will do, inshallah, God willing, is... Um, give folks a chance to read some of the links we put up. Now, for those of you listening to this in the future, you can just go to slamdomar.com slash Yusuf, Y-U-S-U-F, and see all kind of background about that, or go specifically right to the story at Yusuf underscore story dot htm. That's slamdomar.com slash Yusuf underscore story dot htm, and you get the whole bit over there, okay?
Now, you've been listening to Islam Tomorrow. This is a live program, and we hope, inshallah, that you'll always visit our websites. You can access all of the websites we've mentioned, plus rebroadcasts of this and other programs by simply going to islamalways.com. Then you will find links to the various videos, audios, articles, stories, and more from that main website. That is our headquarters website. You can go there and access our chat rooms and free offerings that we have, islamalways.com, I-S-L-A-M-A-L-W-A-Y-S.com. That website is always open 24 hours a day and always plenty of free parking. Okay, until next time, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.